بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم وي ار ستيل انتو ذا ديسكشن ريجاردينج ذا حديث اوف عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه ذا حديث اوف جبريل عليه السلام حديث 60 ذا فيموس حديث اوف جبريل تيتشينج ذا بروفيت صلى الله عليه وسلم ذا دين ذا انتاير دين اند افتر وي ديسكاس ذا ماترز ريليتد تو مينينج اوف ايمان and meaning of Islam, uh, he said to him, uh, that, uh, or after mentioning what is Islam, Islam is to testify, and la ilaha illallah, that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah, and that Muhammad is Allah's messenger. <coughs> after he said this, he told him, wa tuqim, wa tuqim as-salah, wa tuqim as-salah, and that you establish, the prayers. You establish the prayers. Now, the salah, the term salah is called as such <coughs> because it is sila. Sila. Salah from sila. Sila meaning connection. Connection between the slave worshipper and Allah. Why? Because when the person stands praying, he is uh, in conversation in private conversation with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as it is affirmed in the authentic hadith of Abi Huraira radiyallahu anhu an al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when he said قسمت الصلاة بيني وبين عبدي نصفين ولعبدي ما سأل فإذا قال الحمد لله رب العالمين قال الله تعالى حمدني عبدي وإذا قال الرحمن الرحيم قال الله تعالى أثنى علي عبدي وإذا قال مالك يوم الدين قال مجدني عبدي فإذا قال إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين قال هذا بيني وبين عبدي ولعبدي ما سأل فإذا قال اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين قال الله هذا لعبدي ولعبدي ما سأل As for this proof this is in the hadith of Abi Hurairah رضي الله عنه and it is in Sahih Muslim 38395 in the hadith of Abi Hurairah رضي الله عنه that the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم said that Allah سبحانه وتعالى said I have divided the prayer between me and my, uh, my slave into two parts. So, when he says, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, all praises and thanks belong to Allah, the Lord of the words, Allah says, my slave has praised me. وَإِذَا قَالْ And if he, the slave, says, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, the most gracious, the most merciful, قال الله تعالى الله the most high says أثنى علي عبدي my slave has extolled me وإذا قال مالك يوم الدين أو مالك يوم الدين قال مجدني عبدي and when the slave says master of the day of judgment Allah سبحانه وتعالى says my slave has glorified me. فَإِذَا قَالَ إِيَّاكَ نَعْبُدُ وَإِيَّاكَ نَسْتَعِينَ 
And if he, the slave says, you alone we worship and you alone we seek for help, Allah says, هذا بيني وبين عبدي. This is between me and my slave. وَلِعَبْدِي مَا سَأَلْ And for my slave or my slave shall have what he asks for. And when the slave says, اِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ Guide us to the straight way. صِرَاطَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمْتَ عَلَيْهِمْ غَيْرِ الْمَغْضُوبِ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا الضَّالِّينَ The way of those on whom you have bestowed your grace, not the way of those who earned your anger, such as the Jews, nor of those who went astray, such as the Christians. Allah says, هَذَا لِعَبْدِي وَلِعَبْدِي مَا سَأَلْ This is for my servant or my slave, and my servant or my slave shall have what he asks for. So examine and contemplate this conversation, privacy, between the slave and his lord. Yet despite that, despite this conversation and private <coughs> talking or conversing, many of us have their hearts turned away. Left and right. In Salah. In Salah. Yet he is conversing with Allah, the one who knows what's in the chests. This is because of our ignorance, our and being heedless. So it is a duty bound on us, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us in this, that our hearts be present during the salah, so that our responsibility is freed, and so that we benefit from that. Because the benefits that come from the salah or are attained by the salah is when the salah is perfect or perfected. And that's why we read in the salata, when we read in the salata tanha anil fahsha'i wal munkar in Surah Al Ankabut, verse 45. No. 29.45 إن الصلاة تنهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر Verily the salah prevents from fahsha all great sins of every kind and unlawful sexual intercourse and munkar every kind of evil wicked deeds Yet despite that we see the person praying and making the salah and having no denunciation or no uh, Opposition to that which is munkar, that which is evil, and no rejection of it. So the heart is not moving, is not interacting in the salah, and the person is in defect in his prayers. While this salah is the greatest pillar of Islam after the shahadatain, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordained it upon his Prophet without any intermediate and he subhanahu wa ta'ala ordained it upon him in the most high place that a man has ever reached and he subhanahu wa ta'ala ordained it upon him 
in the best night for the Prophet ﷺ, and this is the night of ascension, and he ordained it upon him, 50 salah in the day and in the night. So these are four methods now. The ordainment of the salah was unlike that of zakah and siyam and hajj. It was directly from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to his messenger alayhi salatu wasalam. And therefore it is important that we know and recognize therefore its importance and its magnificence and greatness. Secondly, with respect to the place, it was in the highest place a man has ever reached and commanded upon the Prophet With respect to the timing, it was in the best night for the Prophet and that is Laylatul Mi'raj, the night of ascension. In terms of quantity, it was not ordained as one salah, but rather fifty. And this indicates the love of Allah to the salah. And that Allah loves for his slave to busy himself continuously with it. But Allah has made for everything a cause. And when the Messenger وسلم, <coughs> descended, submitting to the command of Allah, content with his decree, he passed by Musa والسلام, Prophet Musa والسلام, and Musa asked him, what did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decree upon your ummah, upon your nation. He said, خَمْسِينَ صَلَاةً فِي الْيَوْمِ وَالْلَيْلَةِ Fifty prayers in the day and the night. He said, إِنَّ أُمَّتَكَ لَا تُطِيقُ ذَلِكَ Your ummah will not bear that. إِنِّي جَرَّبْتُ النَّاسَ قَبْلَكَ I have dealt with people before you. وَعَالَجْتُ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ أَشَدَّ الْمُعَالَجَةِ And I have dealt with the uh, with the children of Israel in the most strongest way. اذهب إلى ربك return to your Lord واسأله أن يخفف عن أمتك عن أمتك and ask him to lighten it upon your ummah. And this is a part of a lengthy hadith in Sayyid al-Bukhari and in Sayyid Muslim. So he returned سبحان the Prophet عليه الصلاة والسلام he returned to Allah and kept going between Musa alayhi salam and between Allah azza wa jal until Allah made it five. But by his favor and his generosity and all praise is due to him and all favors are from him. He said, khamsun bil fa'l, five in action, fifty on the scale. Allahu Akbar. This is the salah. Five in action, fifty on the scale. So this is this is in terms of a single action, as if prayed 50 times, as if prayed 50 salah. So when you pray five prayers, it is as if you prayed 50 salah. And this, if the person comprehends, this will help him get into khushu' in salah will help him get into tranquility and peace in Salah. So, five in action, fifty on the scale. Five in action, fifty on the scale. 
And this tells another thing. This tells of the magnificence of the Salah. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordained it upon his slaves in the night and the day. Five prayers. It's a must. Five prayers. Standing, conversing with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the day and the night. If any one of us would have the opportunity to meet, to have a meeting between him and one of the leaders, a king or a president, five times in the day, this would be considered as one of his merits. What a status this man has with this situation. And he would be pleased with that. And he would say, every day I sit with the king or with the president five times. Now, you are conversing with Malik al-Muluk, the king of kings, Allah Azza wa Jal, in the day five times at least. Why then we are not pleased? Why then we feel that let's do it so we, could, you know, um, have it lifted? Freeing our responsibility from it. Subhanallah. We need to praise Allah and contemplate and thank Him for this a great and magnificent favor which is the Salah. The saying of the Prophet ﷺ in this hadith, Tuqim al-Salah, you establish the, establish the prayers, meaning you do it complete with its conditions and with its pillars, and with its obligations met. From the conditions of the Salah, is the time. The time of Salah. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordained in Surah An-Nisa 4, 103, إِنَّ الصَّلَاةَ كَانَتْ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ كِتَابًا مَوْقُوتًا Verily the prayer is enjoined on the believers at fixed hours. So, the five prayers has five times. Five times for people who have no excuses. And three for the people of excuses who have the permissibility to combine. So, the Dhuhr and the Asr their time would be one time if it is allowed to combine. The Maghrib and the Aisha, their times will be one time if it is allowable to combine. So these are two. And the Fajr is one. So this becomes a three for the people of excuses. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala detailed the matter. In Surah Al-Isra 17:78, قال الله تعالى أقم الصلاة لدلوك الشمس إلى غسق الليل وقرآن الفجر أقم الصلاة لدلوك الشمس إلى غسق الليل وقرآن الفجر perform صلاة from midday till the darkness of the night لدلوك الشمس and recite the Quran in the early dawn meaning the morning prayer he didn't say, لِدُلُوكِ الشَّمْسِ إِلَى طُلُوعِ الْفَجْرِ He didn't say from midday till huh, the emergence of dawn. 
rather said ila ghasaqil layl till the darkness of the night and this is the middle of the night at the middle of the night this is when the darkness will be at its peak in the middle of the night that is because at this time the sun will be in its farthest station from the point of the middle of the night and that's why therefore accordingly the preponderant opinion concerning the five prescribed times is as follows first the fajr from the break of dawn break of dawn the second break of dawn and this is the white light in the horizon until the sunrise and in some of the calendars <coughs> there is a deviation in some of the in some of the calendars there is deviation from the actual emergence of the dawn break in some it can reach five minutes over the entire year so therefore the person who prays in accordance with the adhan performed on the calendar time according to the calendar time having this deviation then indeed he prayed before the prescribed time and this is a very serious matter because if the person performs takbirat al-ihram before the entrance of the prescribed time, his salah is invalid and it will not be farida. It will not be considered as fard. So this is the correct timing with respect to the fajr. The dhuhr is from the time of the sun passing the meridian until the shadow of the object, a stick for example, is equal to its length. However, after you deduct the shade of the meridian of Az-Zawal, why is this? Because the sun, especially during the winter days, The sun, especially during the winter days, has a shade towards the north. And this is not considered. The consideration is that you look at the shade as long as it is diminishing. Meaning, when it is still diminishing, then in this case, the sun did not pass the zenith. But when it begins to increase, the slightest increase, then this is the beginning of the time when the sun passes the zenith. So therefore, from here, from this point, you mark the beginning of increase of the shade. Until the shade is equal to the length of the 
object, in this case the time of the Dhuhr ends and the time of Asr begins. Now, the time of Asr, until the sun becomes yellowish, this is the regular time, normal time, and the necessity to time is until it sets. The fourth is the Maghrib, meaning the Maghrib is from the sun setting until the disappearance of the twilight red zone light. And this differs. This differs. The the period between the Maghrib and the twilight. Sometimes between them, the disappearance between the sunset and the disappearance of the twilight, there is an hour and fifteen minutes. And sometimes it is an hour and thirty two minutes. Now so one should be careful about this shouldn't take it as a specific, rather a specified time. No. The Isha time, the Isha time, is when the time of Maghrib ends until the middle of the night. How is this calculated? You estimate the time period between the Maghrib, between sunset, and daybreak, and divide it by two. And you divide it by two. For example, if the sun sets at 5 p.m. in your locality, and the daybreak, the daybreak is at 5 a.m. So you have how many hours between 5 and 5? You have 12 hours. You divide that by two. You have what? Six hours. So you calculate now from 5 p.m., you go six hours into the night, and that will be 11. It will, your middle of the night will be 11, contrary to what most people think, that the middle of the night is a 12. And you see the difference now? Now, the daybreak, yes, Fajr time. The Fajr time. So therefore, it is not necessarily 12 according to your clock. The middle of the night is not necessarily 12 according to your clock. So pay attention to this. Many people... Uh, no. This is the correct opinion. Yes, the, the, the end of the Aisha prayer is until the middle of the night. So therefore, this has implications. If a woman becomes pure from her menses, in the latter third of the night. So, therefore, there is, there is no Aisha nor Maghrib. Why? Because she became pure after the end of the time, after the prescribed time. Is that clear? You see the implications? This is one of the implications. And it is affirmed in Sahih Muslim from the hadith of Abdullah. I repeat, if a woman becomes pure from her menses 
in the latter third of the night, then there is no Isha prayer on her, nor Maghrib prayer on her. Why? Because she became pure after the prescribed time. Clear now? Now. And it is affirmed in Sahih Muslim from the hadith of Abdullah bin Amr ibn al-As that the Prophet said, وَقْتُ الْعِشَاءِ إِلَى نُصْفِ اللَّيْلِ The time prescribed for Isha is until the middle of the night. And this is in Sahih Muslim. And there is no hadith from the Messenger وسلم, that indicates that the Isha time extends until the Fajr. And therefore, the preponderant opinion is that the Isha extends until the middle of the night. And the ayah, the verse in the Quran indicates this. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala separated in the statement in the verse of Surah Al-Isra 17-78 separated the mentioning of the Fajr from the rest of the times. You understand? He separated the Fajr, the mentioning of the Fajr from the rest of the times. He said, أقم الصلاة لدلوك الشمس Perform the Salah until دلوك الشمس which is the Dhuhr passing the Zenith. إلى غسق الليل till the middle of the uh, night. The most intense uh, darkness of the night. He combined this between them. Because there is no separation between them. Why? Because from the time the Dhuhr ends, Asr begins. And from the time Asr ends, enters the Maghrib. And from the time Maghrib ends, enters the Isha. However, with respect to the Fajr, he said, وَقُرْآنَ الْفَجْرِ إِنَّ الْفَجْرَ إِنَّ قُرْآنَ الْفَجْرِ كَانَ مَشْهُودًا He stated it separately, subhanahu wa ta'ala. You understand? So the Fajr is not connected to a Salah, neither before nor after. That is because between it and between the Dhuhr is the first half of the day. And between it and between and between it and Salat al Isha is the other half of the Layl of the night. The latter half of the night. Is that clear? Quran al Fajri in Quran al Fajri kana mashhuda. And recite the Quran in the early dawn prayer. You see that? So this separation yani, supports the uh, this opinion, the preponderant opinion, and one must know that the salah before Aisha. One must know that the salah before Fajr is between the last half of the night, yes, and the first part of the day, yes, and the salah before the. Uh, Commencement of time, of its time, is not accepted. Even if the person performs takbirat al-ihram, and then immediately the prescribed time begins, then it is not accepted as a farida. Why? Because the thing which is, when the thing is 
specified by time. It is invalid if performed before its timing. Like if someone wants to, in, to fast, for example, before Ramadan, even by one day, then this will not be counted for him as of Ramadan. Similarly, if he performs takbirat al-ihram before the entrance of the time of salah, the salah is not accepted as a faridah. However, if he is ignorant, if he is ignorant, he doesn't know, then in, in this case it becomes nafila. Then in, in this case it becomes nafila. And it's incumbent upon him to redo or make up the faridah. Now, this is regarding performing it before the time. What about if he prays it after the time? Then this is one of two situations. Either he is, either he is uh, excused by his ignorance, or forgetfulness, or sleep. In this case, it is accepted. In this case, it is accepted. Ignorance, for example, not knowing that the time for Salah had commenced and passed. He didn't know. There is nothing upon him. In this case, he performs the Salah when he knows that it, now that uh, he missed doing it and he remembers then it is to be done then, and it is accepted from him, because he is excused. Forgetfulness. If someone begins a task, a heavy task, and he becomes so occupied in it, a, a, a great matter, and it just makes him forget until the time ends, after the time he remembers. In this case, he prays it even after it's time. Similarly, the case is true with respect to sleep. If someone sleeps and then <coughs> intends to get up at the time of Adhan, when he hears the Adhan, but he goes into a heavy sleep and he, did, he does not hear the Adhan. And neither did he also hear, he was able to hear the alarm which he put next to his head until the Salah time elapsed. In this case, he prays when he awakes. Because the Prophet ﷺ said in the Hadith in Bukhari and Muslim, مَنْ نَامَ عَنْ صَلَاةٍ أَوْ نَسِيَهَا فَلْيُصَلِّهَا إِذَا ذَكَرَهَا لَا كَفَّارَةَ لَهَا إِلَّا ذَلِكَ Whoever misses the Salah due to sleep or forgets it, then let him pray the Salah when he remembers it. There is no expiation for it except that. The second situation, if the person delays the performance of the Salah intentionally, without any excuse, until its time ends. The scholars are in agreement regarding him that he is a sinner. Sin disobeyed Allah and His Messenger. And some of them considered that he falls in kufr 
in disbelief. A kufr that takes him out of the fold of Islam. We seek refuge in Allah from this. So the ulama, the scholars are agreed that anyone who intentionally delays the salah without any excuse, then and its time passes, then in this case he is a disobedient sinner. Some of them said that he is or commits kufr by doing this. However, the majority of them, and this is the correct opinion, that this does not make him a kafir, but they differed as to what if he prays it under these conditions. Some of them said that it is accepted from him. Why? Because he returned to his senses. However, the correct opinion, which is supported by the evidence, is that it is not accepted from him if he delays it intentionally until its time ends. And then, even if he prays this salah 1,000 times. Why? Because the Prophet said in the hadith reported in Al-Bukhari al-Muslim, مَنْ عَمِلَ عَمَلًا لَيْسَ عَلَيْهِ أَمْرُنَا Whoever does an action which is not in accordance with our way, with our matter, meaning our religion, he will have it rejected. Then it is rejected. Meaning rejected, not accepted with Allah. And when it is rejected, therefore it is not accepted. However, the person who is excused, then he is excused. And that's why the legislator, the lawgiver, commanded that he praise it when his excuse ends. As to the one who does so without an excuse, if he stays the entire life praying, then it will not be accepted from him, meaning this salah which he intentionally left without an excuse. However, he must repent to Allah and be upright and resolve to doing righteous deeds and istighfar and seeking forgiveness from Allah. No. And Allah is the oft forgiving, the most merciful. The second condition regarding the establishment of the salah is the purity. And this is which we will leave for next time. Asallah Azza wa Jal minna to accept from us. I ask him subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept this from us and to make us from those who comply in the in the way that pleases him in all of our worships. On all of our worship. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam